forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. From whom all blessings flow. From whom all blessings flow. From whom all blessings flow. Oh, praise the Lord. From whom all blessings flow. Praise forevermore, forever, O Lord. Oh, thy word is said to in heaven, it is said to hallelujah forever, O Lord. Thy word is settled in heaven. It is settled. Almighty God, we thank you because you are not a man that will lie. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your plan and your purpose for us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this season that we are remembering the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we are remembering the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that you will change, uh, you will help us, O oh God, to apply our heart unto wisdom. You will help us, O oh Lord, even to draw closer unto you, Lord. You will also speak to us this morning that we may have understanding, O oh Lord, our God, so that we will be able to relate with you in a way that will that will make us to, that will that will make us to know that we appreciate what you have done for us, Father. I pray that this morning, will go, you will help us, Lord. For in Jesus' name, we pray. Oh, praise the Lord! I want to thank God for every one of us. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank God for us because uh, uh, last week we were praying for. Our Prime Minister Boris Johnson, and I thank God that is uh, improving, and I pray that the Lord that began a good work in his life will also complete it. For as many that took time to pray for our Prime Minister, I appreciate God for your life, and uh, you remember that we also pray for all the key workers, people that are in forefront. You know, some people are running away. They are running away from people that have COVID-19. But there are some people who are going towards them to look after them. That we say we should be praying. And I still want to encourage us, uh, my, my brethren, that we should continue to pray. We shouldn't soon, soon stop praying. Let's continue to pray for the key workers. When, when we talk of key workers, people always forget uh, people that are in the supermarket. People forget the bus driver. People forget those who are doing you no know, other job. Most of the time, our focus are the people in the hospital. So we shouldn't focus only people in the hospital. Let's pray for that for people in the supermarket who are making sure that we who are also risking their life, staying there to make sure that we get what we need to buy. They are they are even even the most of them. Are getting more exposure than people in the hospital because in the hospital, when you know that somebody has COVID nineteen, you wear you wear a lot of a lot of PPE to make sure that you are you are 
you, you, you are covered, to make sure that you are protected. But people that work in store, they don't wear anything. And they meet a lot of people. So let's keep on praying for them in our prayer. And I know that the Lord will help our land. The Lord will help our nation. And I know by the grace of God that COVID-19 will be taken of the past in Jesus' name. So and as we look into the word of God today, I pray the Lord will grant every one of us understanding that we need. Understanding that we need. Understanding of time understanding of of God in Jesus name so today what I want to discuss with us before we pray is about Christ's death on the cross you know yesterday was a good Friday and yesterday was the day that Christ was nailed to the cross he was nailed to the cross just because of you just because of me the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. For what Jesus did for you and me on the cross. And there are a few things that I would like us to have a look at briefly before we pray. So that you can know actually what actually happened to him on the cross. They didn't just put him on the cross and name him, name him on the cross. They didn't just kill him. They ridiculed Jesus Christ just because of you, just because of me. He was ridiculed. Jesus Christ was ridiculed. And I, I will read for us from the book of Matthew chapter 27. Matthew 27. And I want to read from verse, verse 26. So I will read as much as I can read for you. And whatever I can explain, I will explain to us. Then we are going to pray. And I know that by the grace of God, by the grace of God, you and your family, every one of us, we will see the end of this COVID-19. By the grace of God, the blood of Christ that was shed on the cross will come, will be, will be you know, will, will have effect in our life, will cover us. The blood of Jesus Christ that is still powerful is greater than the blood of lamb, than the blood of goat, than the blood of ram. That blood of Jesus Christ is still effective. That blood of Jesus Christ will cover you, to cover me, it will cover every one of us, and I know we will be secure in the Lord. You know, uh, the Bible say that, you know, the Bible say in the wilderness, as Moses raised a snake in the wilderness, and those who look unto that snake, they were safe. They didn't die. So, the Bible say Jesus Christ will also be lifted up, as men that look unto him will know what? will not perish. Hallelujah. So today, we are going to look at Jesus Christ that was lifted up on the cross to die for you and for me. Let's see what happened to him. Matthew 27. Matthew 27. I want to read from verse 26. It's a very long passage, but I will explain something to us as we read. If you have your Bible with me, please open your Bible to confirm what I'm reading. If you don't have Bible, you can use your phone to download Bible app. You know, you don't need to, if you don't have Bible, you can download Bible app that you can use anytime. I will explain to you how to download Bible app. If you go on your, whether you are using Apple phone, no matter the type of phone you are using, just go on your, on your market and download Bible app. You need, you need the word of God. Download it. A lot of them are free. You don't need to pay anything. You don't need to pay anything to get Bible 
into, uh, into your family. Hallelujah. So you can download Bible app from Bible app that from the from your market you can download Bible app whether you are using whatever phone you are using is very very easy. If you don't know how to do it, just inbox me and I will do what I will help you. So Matthew 27. Let's see what happened there. The you see they have Jesus Christ triumphantly enter into Jerusalem and they have accused him. They have accused him, you know. Pilate did whatever he could do to do what? To set Jesus Christ free. But the people say no. People say no. They want Jesus Christ to be crucified. They want him to be crucified. Not only to be crucified, they, they, have, they, make, they want him to suffer. And the Bible says from verse 20, 20, 26, the Bible says, Then Pilate set Barabbas free. And he told soldiers, to beat Jesus with whips. Then he handed him over to the shoulders to kill him, to kill on a cross. You know, Pilate released Jesus Christ to the shoulders, to the army officers. And he didn't only release him to them, he, the Bible says he was beaten. He was beaten. He was whipped. They beat him. You know, they beat a old person. You know, they beat him. So Jesus Christ was around three years old at that time. He was beaten. It's like somebody now say that they want to do something to me. And before they do it to me, they have to beat me. Do you know that in some, in some nations now, in some nations of the world, they are still beating people. So look at how humiliating will it be for somebody to... Tell me now to lie down, to maybe on the street, maybe you know in the, in, in, the, in the marketplace, or maybe in the city center, somebody telling me to do what? To lie down and they start to flog me. Not, not only flogging me in the, in the secret, flogging in the open. Jesus Christ was ridiculed in the open. You know, the, everything that was done for Jesus Christ was not done in house, it was done in the public. They publicly ridiculed. Jesus Christ was publicly ridiculed just because of you and me. The Bible says he was beaten. Look at verse 27. Then Pilate, Pilate soldier took Jesus into the governor's palace. All soldiers gathered around him. They took up Jesus' clothes and put a red robe on him. Then they made a crown from, from turning branch and put on his head. They put stick in his right hand, and they bowed before him, making fun of him. They said, We salute you, King of the Jews. They spit on him. They took his stick and keep they took his stick and keep eating him on the head with it. After they finished him, finished making fun of him, the soldier took off the robe and put his clothes on him again. And they led him to be killed on the cross. What I said is that that the that you know the, the soldiers they ridiculed Jesus Christ. Look at what they did. The Bible says they removed his clothes. They put a crown of thorn of, of thorn on his head. They maltreated him. They maltreated Jesus Christ. Why? Just because of you. Just because of me. And the Bible says they spit on him. They they spit on him. 
They spit on him. They took his stick and they began to eat him with it. They spit on him. What you see? Oh my God! You see what kind of humiliation is that? That some if somebody spit on you, you see. Let's bring it down to our level. If you are going right now and you are going and somebody spit on you, what does that mean? When they spit on you, they are saying that you are you are useless. You don't mean anything. Hallelujah. The King of Kings. They, they spit on him. And let's see what happened again in first 32. Then the soldier were going out of the city with Jesus. They saw a man of Siren and named Simon, and they forced him to carry Jesus' cross. They came to a place called Go Gogota. Gogota means the place of the skull. There the soldier gave Jesus some wine mixed with gold. But when he tasted it, he refused to drink it. Let's go to verse 35. The soldier nailed Jesus to the cross, to a cross, and the, the true died to defy his clothes between them. The, the soldiers stayed there to guide him. They put sign about his head with, with a charge against him written, Jesus, the King of the Jews. Let's look at verse 38. The two criminals were led to the crosses beside Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. People walked by and shouted, people walked by and shouted insult at Jesus. They shook their head and they said, You said you could you could destroy the temple and build it in three days. So save yourself. Come down from that cross. If if you really you are the sons of God. The leading priest. The teacher of the law and the other Jews that were also there, they made fun of Jesus the same as the people did. They said he saved others, but he can't save himself. People say he is the king of Israel. If he is the king, he should come down now from the cross. Then we will believe him. He trusted God, so let God save him now. If if God really wants him, him Want him, he himself said, I'm the son of God. In the same way, the criminal on the crosses beside Jesus Christ insulted him. Look at it. Jesus Christ was insulted. He was insulted just because of you, but because of me. They were saying he should come down from the cross. You remember, before he went to the cross, he will pray. Jesus Christ knew what it what will happen. He knew that he was about to. To go to the cross, he knew the pain that it involved. And he went when he went to pray, as he pointed, he said, He said, If this cup could pass over me, and Jesus said, But not my will, but thy will be done. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ came to fulfill a mission, and the mission is to die for you. The mission is to die for me on the cross. You see, the, the, the death of Christ on the cross is what broke the word of perdition between us and God. If you continue to read further, the Bible says when Jesus Christ died, the word, you know, the, 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 the faith of the temple broken, and every one of us will have access unto God. The, the faith of the temple was broken, you and I have access unto God. Remember, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So the Lord God has done his own 
own part of reconciliation. And because we as human beings, we have what we call choice. You know, you have the spirit of choice. You, you can choose. You can, you can determine what will happen to you. It is up to you now to embrace what God has done. So, and the reason why I'm saying this to you today is this, my, my beloved in the Lord, that Jesus Christ's death on the cross will, on, will not be in faith in your life. His death on the cross will not be in faith in my life. So that we will be able to do what? We will be able to embrace what God has done. And embracing what God has done, giving our life to Jesus, will mean that we appreciated what he did for us on the cross. We appreciated him. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can go to the Father except by me. So this is not the time for us to, to, be, you know, to start to, to relax our stand in, in Christ. This is the time as we remember what, how he suffered on the cross, as, as we remember what happened to him on the cross, we should remember to do what? To make sure that we, we, we have our stand in him. Our stand in the Lord. This period to be a period of sober reflection. A time that we reflect that how, when he suffered for us on the cross, he suffered for us so that we may have life. That are we, are we in him? Do we have that life in him? So, and the question, the question I want to ask you today is, do you have the life of God? Do you have the light of God in you? There's a passage in the scripture. In the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 7. Romans 5, 7. He says, It is really indeed for anyone to die for a righteous man. Now, let, let me read verse 6 for us. Verse 6 says that, verse 6 says that, for, for a just man, the right time, while we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. See, so while we are still in sin, while we are still sinner, Christ died for us. So don't say, you see, I don't want you to say it to yourself, say, look, I, I, I don't need Jesus Christ. Some people will say, look, my the sin, I've committed this stuff so much that on the day of the law, that they will just be thrown to hell. That they are going to hell. Some people even actually say this now. When you want to tell them about Christ, they will say they know that they are going to hell. Let me tell you, hell is not a place that a, that a man or a woman should desire. Hell is a place of total sorrow. Hell is a place of total darkness. Hell is a place of pain. And I don't, I don't wish anybody... Even I don't wish my enemy to go to hell. And that, that's what the Bible says. For at, for at just the right time, where we are still powerless, where we are still in sin, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ came to die for you. Christ, his death on the cross gives us, gives us hope. The death of Christ on the cross brought hope, brought salvation to all humanity irrespective of your age, irrespective of your sex, irrespective of your color, irrespective of your status, if Jesus Christ died for everyone. And that's why the passage I quoted before, the book of John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, 
but have everlasting life. So Jesus Christ's death on the cross is for you. And I would love you to do what? To embrace what Christ has done. Come to the knowledge of Christ. He loves you. Look at what the Bible says again. It is rarely indeed for a man, for anyone to die for a righteous man. Though for a good man, someone might possibly dare to die. But, but God proved his love for us. In this, while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5, from verse 6 to 8. That even nobody wants to die for righteous. But if somebody even died for righteous, but Christ came to die for what? For us. The Bible says, while we are yet in sin, God proved himself, God proved his love for you and me, that while we are still in sin, Christ died for us. So, let me tell you something today. Christ did not come to die for the righteous. If every one of us are righteous, we will not need to have Christ to come to the world. But Christ came to the world because all of us have sinned. The Bible says, all of you, all of us have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. And that's why Christ came to die. His mission is to do what? Is to break the world of perdition between us and God and save us. And that's the total gospel. The gospel is about the good news. The good news of salvation. The gospel is about what Christ has accomplished for humanity. And that's why I normally enjoy my Christian brothers and sisters that in whatever message you are going to preach, in all your messages, whatever ministry that you belong to, our the focus of our message must be Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who died. Jesus Christ who resurrected. Jesus Christ is supposed to be the focus of all our messages. In whatever ministry that we are, whatever capacity that we are serving, whether you are in a whether you are in a family ministry, whether whatever ministry you are, every ministry work together. Hallelujah! Don't separate. Some people will say I'm in a prayer ministry. Some people will say I'm a prophet. I'm a prophetic ministry. Some people will say I'm a teacher. Some people will say I'm a pastor. Some people will say I'm a family I'm a family minister. In whatever ministry that you belong to. The focus of all the all our administration must be what must be pointing men and women unto Christ. So if peradventure nobody wants to die for, for the righteous, if I ask you right now, will you like to die for somebody? You will say no. But the Bible says, Yes, why we are still in sin, Christ came to do what to die for us. While we are still in sin, Christ came. To die for us. If you look at the book of John, chapter 15, verse, verse 13, John 3 13, the Bible says, Greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friend. Greater love, hallelujah, greater love has no man than this, that he laid down his what? His life for his friend. Hmm. Amen. Jesus Christ laid down his life. He paid the price. You know, the Bible says, without the blood, there cannot be remission of sin. So Christ paid the price of our sin. He paid the price with his own life. You know, a song says, He paid the debt. He did not hold. I owe the debt. I could not pay. 
See, Jesus Christ paid the debt. Did not, Jesus Christ did not commit any sin. No, no fault was found in him. But yet, he went to the cross just for the, for, for the love, just for, 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 your, for your sake. He went to the cross to die on the cross for you. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty will open our eyes. We open our eyes so that we can understand the meaning of good, of, of good Friday, the meaning of Easter. Because Easter is about our redemption. Easter celebration is not about egg. Easter celebration is not about something around. It's supposed to be a time of sober reflection that will reflect on our work with God. So I would like you to reflect on your work with God. Before, before we pray, I want to read for us again the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. 1 John 3, verse 16. The Bible says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our life for the brethren. You see, Jesus Christ came, he laid down his life for you, for me. He died for you. Hallelujah. He paid the price. You don't need to pay any, any price. Do you know why Christ died? He dies to save you from, from, from condemnation. Jesus Christ died to save you from, from death, from eternal death. So, so if we look at it critically, nobody wants to listen to the message of the cross. Because, you know, the Bible says, the message of the cross is foolishness to them that are perishing. But it's the power of God unto all that are safe. Nobody, many people don't want to hear anything about the cross. Even when you are telling them about the cross, they will tell you that, no, I don't have time for that. Some people will say, gospel, gospel is for the old people. That, look, I want to enjoy my life, and when I'm old, I can come to Christ. It, life, that is not just like that. That sometimes you may say you want to enjoy your life, and later you come to Christ. You may not have that time. You may not have that time, you see, and this is the time. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might be late. Tomorrow might be late. Let today be your day of, be your day of salvation. And that's why whenever I come on, online to preach, my message might be only one person that God wants to save. I know God can save you today, and you can come to the name of Christ, or you are, you know, and, or you, you retrace yourself. And God can bring you back unto him. I, I know that everyone will rejoice. Do you know what? The Bible says, everyone rejoice over a sinner that is saved. So which means, your soul is precious before the Lord. You are a precious person. Don't look down on yourself. Many people will look down on themselves. They will say, who am I? Who am I? That? Who am I? Can God recognize me? I'm, I want to let you know. God recognizes you, and your soul is so precious before the Lord. The Bible says, "Heaven rejoice over a sinner that is saved." So don't stop writing yourself off. Jesus Christ came to die for you. Don't let anybody talk to no talk you talk down on you and say it is finished with you. That the sin you have committed is too much. That that's no 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 more no more no more redemption. It, it, and let me tell you something today. It is only the people that are preaching the message of the devil. 
that will write a sinner off. Jesus Christ never writes sinner off. And the message he has given unto us is the message of life. So when you see a man of God who is writing sinner off, when you see a man of God who is praying for the death of sinner, when you see a man of God who is uh, cursing and swearing and calling fire upon sinner to upon I want to you need to ask yourself, is this the message that God has given unto us? You know, there was a there was a place in the scripture where Jesus Christ was about to, to pass through a place and the people of the place said no. And one of the disciples said, Jesus Christ, call fire to consume these people. And Jesus Christ said, You don't know the spirit in you. So as, as Christians, Jesus Christ died for us on the cross and will be given the ministry of what? Of reconciliation. So, my beloved in the law, there's something I want to pass across to you now. Do you know now that the message of death, the message of death is more popular on our radio station. The message of death is more popular all over the world now. Message of death. When you, when you put on your television, what you hear is about death, death, death. And I want to let you know, the message of COVID-19, coronavirus, Catches more attention, make people to be to be to know to have the awareness more than the message of the cross. When you are preaching message of the cross to them, they don't have interest. People don't have interest. They don't want to know anything. Even many pastors even have forgotten that we are in this world for a while. They don't have interest in preaching the message of the cross, the message of life. But everybody, everybody's attention is caught. When they are talking about the message of COVID-19, which is the message of death. There's no good news in the message of death. When people don't, they are saying, okay, now uh, already, um, like a million people have been infected with coronavirus. About 100,000 people have died of coronavirus. They are giving us information about how many people are dying every day in many nations. Where they keep statistics. Everybody, everybody listen. But my brother in the law... I've come to you today with the message of good news, message of life. And the message of life is that Christ loves you, he died for you on the cross, that if you give your life to him, if you, are, if you give your life to Jesus, you will be saved. You will have eternal life. You will not die. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, Christians don't die. Christians are always translated. Christian won't die, we, we will be translated. Hallelujah. So, if the message of death, that, that this COVID-19, if it's catching your attention and making you to change the way you behave, making the whole world change the way we do things, making the whole world change, you know, grinding the whole world, and everyone is listening to what, 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 the, what the message is saying, what the message the message of the of coronavirus. Everybody is listening. Look at it. All over the world right now, everybody have the awareness of coronavirus. And let me tell you, this is a the, the message of coronavirus is a is a sign of what is to come. I am waiting, and I know one day the message of the cross will read the whole world. A day is coming that there will be a, a there will be what there will be a total lockdown because of the message of the cross. A total lockdown is coming, and that's why I've come unto you today to to please check your life. 
Be ready. Be prepared. Jesus Christ is coming back again. Be prepared. Be ready. Do not be carried away by the activities of the world. Do not be carried away by meeting only the need of your flesh. Oh, be ready. Be prepared. What is going to happen to you when you die? What is going to happen to you when you die? I'm telling you, and I want you to realize it, if the message of coronavirus can go through the whole world, a day is coming that the message of the cross, the message of Jesus Christ will go through the whole world. And the Bible says, when everybody has heard about the gospel, and the Son of Man will come, how prepared, how ready are you? How prepared, how ready are you? Because as the message of coronavirus go around the world, the, a time is coming. The message of coronavirus, the message of death, will be replaced by the message of life. And that's why I've come to you. I've brought life to you. I've not, I've not come to you today with the message of death. I've not come to you today to glorify the pandemics, to, to, to glorify coronavirus. I've come to you today to insult Jesus Christ. To let you know that the Bible says Jesus Christ is lifted. Jesus Christ said, I'll be lifted as Moses lifted serpent in the wilderness. So today I'm lifting Jesus Christ unto you. And if you look unto him, you shall be saved. You will be saved. Forget about all this message of uh, prosperity. Forget about all this message of uh, all, these, uh, uh, all these people that you know they can talk. You know, they have sick mouth, they can talk. You know, there are a lot of pastors that uh, when they are missing to you like this, you will think everyone has come down. They call them a motivational speaker. It, this is not the... You see, I, I, want to, I want to speak to pastors. Please stop motivational messages. Let's preach the truth. The Bible says, We shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. It is only the truth that can set people free from the bondage of sin. No motivational message will say, which we, no motivational message we, we do what? We save you from sin. It is the truth in Christ. And the Bible, the, you know, many of us, we don't want the truth. You see, my beloved in the Lord, there's something I want you to know. All our ministers that normally prophesy everything, every time they want to prophesy, they prophesy good. They never, they never, I'm not saying that ministers to be prophesy evil, but all our ministers, every time they want to prophesy, they prophesy, they prophesy, they prophesy good every time. Many of our ministers, they prophesy prosperity for 2020. They prophesy increase. They prophesy you are going to buy a new car. They prophesy poverty. They prophesy everything. I, I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure how many of our leaders, our ministers have seen what is coming in 2020, seeing that there will be a lockdown, and say, look, a lockdown is coming. Does it mean that God is not speaking to them? That is up to God. But what, we are saying, what I'm saying today is this. I want to embrace the message of the cross. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to take, I want you to, 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 to repent today and come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And if you are a Christian, I want you to use this opportunity to stop playing with your Christian life. Stop playing. Hold on. The Bible says, hold on to what you believe. Don't let anybody take away your faith. Hold on to it. 
Hold on unto the Lord. People that are backsliding, please, this is not time to backslide. This is the time to come to the knowledge of Christ. So, this Easter is about reconciliation. This Easter is about salvation. This Easter is about what Christ has done for us. And for Easter to be meaningful, for us to enjoy this Easter as we celebrate it, we need to sit down and have sober reflection to, uh, to identify where we are in the Lord. Identify where you are. Many people normally say that every time I preach about salvation, every time I talk about you know, about people coming to, to Christ, that is the message that I've been given. The Bible says, Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing shall be added unto you. I would like you to understand this. When you know Christ, when you seek Christ and his righteousness, every other thing will come into place. When you are in Christ, when you are in Christ and your desire is to do the will of God, your desire is to walk with God, there are a lot of things that the Bible says we should do that is very, very easy for you. But when you are not in Christ, all what Christ wants us to do will be very, very difficult for you. Let me tell you, when you are in Christ and the Spirit of Christ dwelleth in you, let me tell you, it will be very difficult for you to tell lie. You won't tell lie if you are in Christ. You won't tell lie. Because the Spirit of Christ in you will not allow you to tell lie. If you are in Christ, you will not steal. If you are in Christ, you will not commit adultery, you will not commit fornication. If you are in Christ, you will not defraud others. If you are in Christ, if you are in Christ, you will forgive. If you are in Christ, you will love. If you are in Christ, you will manifest the attribute of Christ and people will see Christ in you. And that's the essence of Christianity. The essence of Christ coming to the world is about us being saved. It's about the world being saved. And that's why I've come to you today to declare unto you again to let you know that Christ loves you and he died for you on the cross. And that's why we are celebrating this season. And for you to for you to acknowledge what Christ has done, you need to come to the knowledge of Christ. You need to be saved. If you are not saved already, you need to you need to confess your sin. You need to confess your sin, forsake your sin, and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, irrespective of who you are irrespective of where you are, irrespective of the religion you are. I'm not preaching to you religion. I'm preaching to you Jesus. I brought unto you Jesus. Jesus that died for you on the cross. Jesus that suffered for you on the cross. Jesus that went on the cross and gave his life for you. That's, that's what, I, what I'm saying. Jesus suffered for you. He gave his life for you on the cross. Don't let the don't let the the, the 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 care of this world, don't let the care of this world take you away from Christ. All the things of this world, all the care of this world, they are temporary. Let me tell you, look at money. Money are failed now. Wealth has failed. Everything has failed. The only the only thing we need in this world, the only thing the world needs now is Jesus. We need Jesus. Jesus, we need Jesus. And that's the word I've come unto you to let you know that you need Jesus. The, our world needs Jesus. Our nation needs Jesus. Our community needs Jesus. And Jesus, because only Jesus can save. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can go to the Father except by Him. Remember, 
during the day of Noah, all activities were going on. People don't believe that there will be, there will be flood. Let me tell you, all activity will be going on. Many people don't believe that there will be rapture. If the gospel of coronavirus, that gospel of death, can catch the attention of the whole world, let me tell you, the day of rapture, the attention of the whole world will be caught. Everybody will know. Everybody will see. Everybody will know that Jesus has come. And I know I will not be part of the people. I will not be part of the people that will remain. People are talking about all this, uh, what do you call it? They are talking about, uh, um, what do you call it now? They are talking about uh, some, some uh, 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 chips. They are talking about chips that they are, they are saying that they are making chips that people will put on that they will put on people. They are talking about chips about coronavirus. Let me tell you, the chip they are talking about is about what to come. It's about what to come. There will not be see 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 the mark of the beast. Nobody will take the mark of the beast until until rapture until after rapture. So and that's why I'm, I'm encouraging you, my Christian brother and sister. Read your Bible. Know the, know the scripture. Don't let people deceive you at this time. Don't be carried away. Don't be carried away at this time of what is happening. Let me tell you, the, the number of the beast will only be, be given after rapture. And I pray, and I know, and I pray for you too, that you will not be caught unaware. God bless you, my sister. You will not be caught unaware. I will not be caught unaware. So when there will be when people will be taking the mark of the beast, which is called CCC, I will not be there. By God's grace, I will not be there. I pray that God will remove from me everything that will that will prevent me from being rapturable. I pray that God will grant me the grace, that God will grant me the grace and, and help me to remain in Him, to remain steadfast in Him, to forget about this world. So the first prayer I want us to pray to today. Is that God help me to appreciate what you have done? Help me to appreciate your love for me. Help me to appreciate your love for me. Help me, oh Lord. I want to pray that God will help you. God will help you to appreciate what He has done for you on the cross. Say, Father, help me. Help me to appreciate you. I don't know who you are. Whether you have been born again or whether you are you are not born again, but I want to pray again. Say, Father, help me to appreciate what you have done for me on the cross. On the cross you suffered. On the cross you were beaten. On the cross you did. On the cross they, they, they gave you girl a, a, a drink. On the cross they pierced your side. On the cross they you are ridiculed. Father, I, just because of me, say Father. Help me, Lord, to appreciate you. Say, Father, I appreciate what you have done. I appreciate what you have done. I appreciate your love for me. I appreciate your love for me. Say, Father, I appreciate your Lord. I appreciate you. Say, Father, take all the glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. If you are praying with me today and you have not known the Lord, or you will be watching this program later, or listening to this program later, and you have not known Christ, I want you to come to the of Christ. I want you to confess your sin. You see, let me tell you, coming to Christ, confessing your sin is not a joke. The Bible says, for it is appointed of a man to die. And after death, there will be judgment. 
Yes, we should pray that none of us will die of coronavirus. But one day every one of us will die. We will die of something. And whenever you die, your own Christ has come. So it, 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 one day we are going to die. Every one of us will die one day. And as Christians, we should not be afraid of death. As Christians, and most of the Christians in the Bible, they were not afraid of death. Look at uh, Brother Stephen. When he was to be stoned, he was not afraid of death. He was not afraid. He was still praying for the people who are there. So as Christians, when you are in Christ, Brother Paul says, for me to live is what? Is Christ. And to die is gain. So Christ, being a Christian, make us not to be afraid of death. So if you are with, pray with me today, you've not known the Lord. I want you to come to the knowledge of Christ. Confess your sin. Confess your sin. No sin is too big. For, no sin is bigger than the blood of Christ. No sin is bigger than the blood of Christ. Say, Father, this is my sin I'm committing. I want to pray that God will forgive you. Say, Father, forgive me. As we are praying for forgiveness, say, Father, grant me the spirit to sin no more. I want to pray that as you pray for that forgiveness, the Lord will forgive you. And I say, Lord, today I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Father and Savior. Say, Father, as from today, take control of my life. I want to live for you. And as you are making that, you know, as you are making that decision, I want to, I want to, you know, to either inbox me or look for, look for, look for, look for a church around you. Look for a church where they are preaching the gospel. It might be a church where only small group are there. Hallelujah. It, the, going to church is not about the crowd. There are many churches today where they have crowd of people going to hell. That they are not preaching the truth there. Even if it's a church of two people. And you know that the pastor there is preaching the gospel. Get a, get a living church to go. Don't go to church because of friends. Don't go to church because of crowd. Don't go to church because you want to sow off. I want you to get a living church. Where you could be discipled, where you could be taught how to live a Christian life, and that's how you can you can remain standing in Christ. There are many Christian people today who they say they are Christian, but nobody disciples them. They don't understand what they believe. There are many pastors today who are also organizing churches that they themselves they don't know Christ. So for you to remain steadfast in Christ, you need a living church. You need a pastor. You need a pastor, a man of God. And the Bible says we will know them by their fruit. If you move closer to a man who calls himself a, a pastor and you see something in him, know that he's not a child of God. And don't, don't stay with that pastor. If you stay with that pastor, let me tell you, you will not, you, that pastor will, will, will take you to hell. I remember sometimes ago, sometimes ago, I had a contact with somebody. I don't want to be mentioning it on the online. And this person happened to be a pastor. And one day, the person called me, was asking me some questions that make me to doubt whether it's a Christian. Because the person was asking me, shouldn't be coming from a pastor. And I told my wife, I said, I'm surprised that this individual is asking this question. Later, we discover who the person is. So I want to look for a living church. You can get in touch with me. I can advise you because you need to be discipled. You need a follow-up if you want to remain steadfast in Christ. You know, Jesus Christ disciple, they were taught. 
to be a Christian and to remain in Christ, you need to be taught. You need to be taught the word of God. You need to be taught how to work with God. So if you call yourself a Christian and you are not taught, you, you are not discipled, you don't have, you don't know the word of God, you don't know how you can apply the word of God to your life, you will not be able to remain steadfast. Christianity is a way of life. Christianity is about us having relationship with God. And that's why today we have a lot of people that call themselves Christian. And when they do something to us, we get disappointed. The reason why we are disappointed is that before we trusted them that they are Christian, but they, they never been. They have never been a Christian. I mean, we look at them because they come to church. We look at them because they are, they are pastor of the church. We look at them and we think they are Christian. They have never, never been a Christian. So, if you are if you are giving your life to Christ, I want you to find a place where you could be where you could be discipled. And as you do, the Lord God Almighty will uphold you to the end in Jesus' name. So, if you are giving your life to Christ, I, I congratulate you and I pray the grace of God will continue to abide in you. Your name will be written in the book of life. Make sure you study the word of God. Make sure you pray. Make sure if you have a problem when you are reading the Bible, make sure you get somebody who can help you to understand the scripture better. And like I said, I'll be available to you. My own ministry is not a ministry of one, of one local church. My ministry is to the world. So God has sent me to the world. If you contact me, I will, I will be able to advise you. People normally contact me online from all over the world. If you contact me, I will be able to advise you. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Our second prayer, let us pray for people that are backsliding. If you are backsliding, I want to pray for yourself. Say, Father, help me. Father, help me. I've missed it. Have you missed it? Check your prayer life. When last did you pray? Check your Bible study life. When last have you had, have you studied your, the scripture? When last have you had, have you met with other Christians to discuss the word of God so that you could be sharpened? Check your life. If you are backsliding, if you are already backsliding, if you are about to backslide, I want to pray today that God will help you. Say, Father, restore me. Say, Father, restore me, oh God. Help me. Help me to remain steadfast in you. Because this is the time that we need to remain steadfast in God. Father, we pray, I pray, oh God, for as many that are backsliding, as many that are about to backslide, I pray, oh God, you will uphold them, Lord. You will, you will restore them, Lord. Restore backslider today, oh God. Restore backslider today. Those who are still in doubt, those who are lukewarm, I pray, oh God, you will, you will, you will restore them today, oh God. Father, I pray you will destroy, oh, oh Lord, our God. The spirit of lukewarmness in our life. You will destroy the spirit of lukewarmness in Jesus' name. Father, we pray today, O oh God, that our life will not be the, like the life, the life of wife of, of Lord. The Bible says, Lord's wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. Father, I pray we will not look back. Then I want to pray that I will not look back. Father, help me, O oh God. I will not look back. I will not look back. At this end time, I will not look back. You will help me, O oh God, to remain focused on you. You will help me, O oh God, to remain focused on you. I won't look back. I will not be distracted for by, by, by the thing of the world. Say, Father, help me not to be distracted by the thing of the world. The Lord will help you. The grace of God will be sufficient for you. You will not be distracted. You will not be distracted by the thing of the world. The care of the world will not 
not take you away from Christ. Say, Father, I've made up my mind to follow you. I've decided to walk with you. I've decided to do your will. I've decided to follow you, oh God. Say, Father, help me. Help me to abide in you. Say, Father, the grace to abide in you grant unto me. The Bible says, abide in me and I in you. Without me, you can do nothing. Say, Father, as from today, I will abide in you. I will fellowship with you. I will live for you. In Jesus' name, we pray. So, as a Christian again, we still need to pray that God will grant you the grace, not only to be a Christian, the grace to tell the world. The grace to bring the message of the cross to the world. Say, Father, help me. Help me to bring the message of the cross to the world. Help me to preach the gospel. Help me to tell the world about the love of Christ. Say, Father, help me. Help me to tell the world. Help me. Cut me the grace. Say, Father, as from today, O God, help me, O God, to tell people around me. To tell them about the loving, about the grass law. Help me, Lord. And as you do, the Lord will grant you the grace in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' name we pray. I want to pray. I want to pray this this morning. Let's pray that this the spirit of coronavirus, the message of coronavirus will stop. Let's use authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's say, Lord, today we stand upon Christ the solid rock. That the message of death. The spirit of death that is going around, that devil is using to terminate people's life, we stop it today. Let's stop it today by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, today we stand upon Christ as only drop. The one who died for us on the cross. The one who died to give us life, to save us. Father, we pray to the oh God that you will save your people. We stand upon Christ the only drop and we say the message of coronavirus, the message of death that coronavirus is bringing to our community. We say we bring end to it today. We bring end to it today. We bring end to it today. In the name of the sky. Father, we pray, oh God, we, we destroy the power of death. We destroy the power of coronavirus. We destroy coronavirus. Coronavirus, you are the enemy of the cross. Coronavirus, you are the enemy of the people that Christ has died for. Coronavirus, you are the enemy of people that might be saved tomorrow. So we stop the activities of death. We stop the activities of coronavirus in Jesus' name. Father, today I stop. I join everyone that pray with me. We join forces together. And we say to us from today, we bring end to coronavirus. We pray, oh God, we pray, oh God, that there shall be no more death. There shall be no more death. There shall be no more death. That it will not be said again that many people are dying of coronavirus because of what you have done, O oh Lord our God. Father, we pray, O oh Lord. Father, we pray, O oh Lord. Let the let coronavirus end in our land before the end of this month. Before the end of this month, let all the lockdown be lifted. Let, let life begin again in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, O oh God, eradicate this virus, Lord. We replace the message of coronavirus with the message of Christ. That it will be said in all the news. The message of Christ will be preached to all the world in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because I've done it. 
We say, blessed be your name. Let's pray. Let's thank God for our prime minister that you are praying for. Let's thank God for Boris Johnson that God has healed him. Father, we thank you, Lord, because you are our prayer concerning our prime minister, Boris Johnson. Father, we thank you for what you did. Father, we say, blessed be your name, O God, in Jesus' name. Father, we say, blessed be your name, O God, in Jesus' name. Because you are the one that, that healed him. You healed our prime minister. Father, we pray the good work you have started in him, you will complete in Jesus' name. As we're praying that prayer, let's pray for all the all the key workers. Father, we pray for the key workers that you are going to you are going to touch all the key workers. You are going to cover them. We, we, we cover all the key workers with the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover them. We cover their family, all the key workers, people that work in the hospital, people that work in, in, in supermarkets, the bus driver, people that people even don't recognize the, the, the poster men, everyone that are keeping life moving, that are also exposing themselves to risk, that cannot stay at home where people are staying at home. We cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ and we say, oh God, you will keep them safe. You will keep them safe in Jesus' name. You will keep us safe in Jesus' name. Father, we pray, oh God. We pray, oh God, for everyone that are watching. I pray, oh God, for everyone that are watching me. I pray that Lord will keep you safe. That Lord will keep you safe. I pray you will suffer no loss in your family. You will suffer no loss in your home. You will suffer no loss in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because I've done it. We say, blessed be your name, O God. For in Jesus' name, 